Hello and welcome to Oh Snap, an MCU podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbeck. Uh, as we say at the top of each episode, um, or at least I try to remember to, this is a podcast aimed at casual fans and below. Uh, <laughs> if you are looking for the greatest insight of all insights uh, as it pertains to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, keep scrolling, I guess. <laughs> if you're looking for a fun chat with people uh, that enjoy the show, uh, stick around. And today we're actually joined by someone who quite possibly knows a hell of a lot more than we do, uh, not to build and put pressure on him at the moment. But today I'm joined by Marcely Jean-Pierre. Hello there. And I am not the person that he referring to, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> Some no pressure on me. Antha Russell. <laughs> Oh, that's me, and I know absolutely nothing about Marvel <laughs> as a reminder. It's like a game show, uh, only you, <laughs> the audience is playing, but you are all spoiling it for them. Uh, Katie Swerko. Hey. Are you the person, Katie? No, I'm not. <laughs> you know a bit. I know a bit about other things. Rod Alessiani. Uh, I'm here. I know quite a bit about Marvel. Yeah, and the person <laughs> who I'm referring to is uh, Tom Brennan, uh, who is the host of the Electoral Dysfunction podcast, uh, which you can find on iTunes and probably, I would assume, uh, now Amazon, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, all of the oh, usual yeah. podcast places. Uh, thank you for being it. here, Tom. It's, it's good to be here. And I would say uh, a cool thing uh, uh, about your, your nerd knowledge is that no matter how much you think you know, you will meet someone who knows far more than you. Mm -hmm. so there's always a more powerful geek out there. <laughs> yeah. Always someone to take you down. Uh, wonderful. Uh, so I wanted to start by just kind of thinking about the last episode, uh, episode number four. Uh, is there anything that anybody um, uh, thought since recording? Any, any kind of new insights? Any kind of uh, uh, new information that you got that you thought about you want to share it's interesting how this show because we saw a scene from uh we saw a scene from four which we had seen part of in three and now we saw another version of that scene in five so this show isn't even this show is so meta it, it's <laughs> it's making us feel unsafe about stuff that we've already seen like they showed <laughs> yes. in a they showed a different version of a scene that took place in episode four, in the previously on that was before episode five, they showed okay. a different version of the scene. So they are. I wasn't sure. I know that's. I they questioned are, myself, and I yeah. went, "Did I remember that wrong?" They're, they had different okay. dialogue in the previously on that that then actually took place in uh, episode four, and then they showed part of it in episode five that was also different. So like three different versions of the same scene. That so like what's canon? You know yeah, what we're... what actually took place, and because of who Scar Scarlet Witch is, or or just uh, uh, Maximoff, uh, who <laughs> yeah. she is, no funny and name. what her powers are, it's so great because it it is total reality warping. So reality mm -hmm. is up for debate. Yeah, yeah, and we're referring to the twenty twenty one, the Geraldine line, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. where where Geraldine go? Oh, yeah, she exactly. had to do laundry or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she had to run, make dinner. Um, any other thoughts from the previous previous episode? Uh, I guess the only thing that really stands out to me is that um, I, I guess this last episode kind of confirmed to me that Wanda is not totally in control. I mean, I I, I was 
you know, I suspected it the entire time for the most part. Um, is but like when when Geraldine, uh, or you know, um, Monica, uh, had said that it's all Wanda. Uh, you know, I, I was I was skeptical, but I, I feel like this last episode definitely confirmed that she's in, she's definitely in control of a lot. But yeah. um, there's definitely something else. There's someone else that's uh, really kind of pulling strings here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to say on on episode four, a thing that was really cool, and all right, so forgive me, pandemic world, I I occasionally push all these into one giant episode, so I might be remembering, but wrong episode, but a thing that they, that this series does really well is like, and it's sort of, it's interesting to see it introduced to people who don't read comics, uh, is that when you have these sort of weird side stories or spinoffs from the big event comics, and WandaVision is sort of ostensibly a spinoff from Avengers Endgame, uh, like you'll have these moments in the comics where there's like one or two pages that are set, you know, like with a really small, almost like like zoom in lens of the big like global thing that happened in the previous thing. Like you'll see like, there'll be like a big double page spread in a comic where like a, where like Avengers Mansion explodes and a house next door gets caught on fire. And then two comics later, they'll do a, a page on that house and, and, you know, the people living that. And I love that with the opening uh, in, in the hospital with everyone just coming back from yeah. the snap and like sort of, you know, if you saw those movies, there's a lot of added value. But even if you didn't, you can at least kind of put together like something happened and everyone is distressed over it and it's throwing the world into chaos. And like that was a really neat thing that they did that like it was just enough to remind me of that, but not so much that they had to like spend, you know, like big parts of the episode where like people are like, here's what happened and this is what it is that yeah, it was yeah, really. Definitely. I was surprised at how compelling and how upsetting it was for me to mm-hmm. watch, just to see all these people come back and like how upset they were. I, I really liked it a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that uh, it seems like the internet is trying to will this into existence, uh, and that is a uh, Jimmy uh, Darcy show, uh, some sort of uh, spinoff with with those two, hmm. uh, some sort of X Files like thing, which I would watch. I would, I would watch that. Uh, and there was one article that I saw the headline of, <laughs> uh, let's be honest. Uh, and it was that, um, what's her name? Kat Dennings, right? Uh, is hinting that there is more for her character that's upcoming. So they're, they're, they may already be working on some of those, some of those things, just based on how much fun they were in that previous episode. I do like when those internet articles, there's an article, I think one that, that's like Randall Park says he's open to doing this show. And like, <laughs> yeah. oh, well, I'm like, yeah, of course he is. <laughs> <laughs> right. like, he's open he's to open. doing a show connected <laughs> yeah. to the biggest brand on the planet <laughs> on a streaming service everyone wants to buy. Like, yeah, duh. They also right. like Perhaps money. I'll do it. I'll see. Let me check my calendar. Okay, yeah. I'll do it. I'm right. going to break some news yeah. on this podcast. I am also open to doing <laughs> this. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for a major platform to introduce their own version of um like crowdsourcing where like crowdfunding where it's like disney plus will say like hey you can you can submit your idea for a pilot and guess what if enough people want to fund it we'll make the damn thing and and put it on our platform and you get to be like a producer Uh, you know like there there are big long credits there there are like platforms right now I, i forget what the hell it's called but it's like you're basically, you buy a share or shares of a production and then they release it or they try to get it released. They produce it, they try to get it released wide and then you get like money 
um, back. And I'm just, I'm waiting for I a just, major platform to to do this. Just that's so. where you but lost yeah. Disney Plus. Like, the, the part where you get the money back, Disney is like, no. just like just like knowing how the internet works. I feel like there would be like uh, I guess Disney Plus is producing a show where Scrooge McDuck fucks all of his money. Like you know what I mean? Like because like that's that's what the internet is. Gonna People be like. wanted it. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, we're getting there. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, we're going to jump into this uh, most recent episode on a very special episode. So first impressions. Uh, let's start with our guest, Tom. What did you think of this most recent episode? Uh, I mean, I, obviously, I don't want to just jump straight to the last scene, but I'm gonna. Uh, it has, like, I like this show since the first episode. Uh, but even I was talking to, to, to someone today, uh, a former colleague of mine from when I worked at Marvel, about how, like, the first episode I liked but I was glad that they dropped it with the second episode because I did not end that first episode being like, I have to come back next week. Like I, like I have a lot of other, uh, like the Mandalorian and other, other stream shows. Uh, like I liked the first episode, the second episode, I was like, all right, yeah, I'll come back. And it's like with each week, it's gotten better and better. And it has been a, like literally that last scene, I gasped so loudly in my apartment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it was a comical, <gasps> like right just when that happened, like I was so, and like, and it was a great payoff too, because the whole episode had that kind of feeling of like something that worthy was going to happen here tonight i don't know exactly what and like so it didn't just feel like like run of the mill episode and then this thing happens at the end. uh just you know the back and forth between the real world and the sitcom world too was very very uh like made it all work very well so yeah uh let's go to marcelie first impression uh, i loved it um not to uh, reiterate too much of what tom already said but um yeah i was like on the edge of my seat when you know when i heard the doorbell and uh <laughs> initially I, I just i thought it would just be agnes and then i was like no it's not because you know agnes usually just busts through the door and she she doesn't like like, knock like the kool-aid man <laughs> exactly <laughs> and uh so yeah it, it it was just so well done um yeah they tricked us into thinking you, the back of his head looks so much like the mcu uh version of quicksilver um and just to see the reveal that they're blending or whatever they're doing. I don't know exactly what the long game is, but uh, yeah. as, as somebody who has seen all of the MCU movies and the X-Men films, uh, except for the Dark Phoenix, because uh, yeah. something in my gut told me that, that it wasn't worth yeah. it. So I listened to that voice, but- um, You were ready to buy a ticket and then- yeah. like, Don't do it, Marcy, don't do it. You have the power to say no. And that was, that was a good moment for you. Marshall, yeah, you've turned off your targeting computer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought this was nope. this so far this was my favorite episode and I feel like I've been saying that like almost every week pretty much. Um and that's a testament to how good the show has been. Um mm -hmm. so yeah, I loved it. Cool. First impression, Katie. Uh, I thought it was great. Um, yeah, the final like <gasps> scene was really fun. Um I just really ugh, I love the 90 the the mid 80s early 90s aesthetic mm -hmm. like the the whole episode is like oh it's just so pretty everything's so good and her hair is so fluffy and i love <laughs> it yeah but yeah i thought it was i thought it they did a good job with this episode of balancing going back between sword and episode like it didn't feel too choppy 
but yeah. especially because the world was breaking down in the way that it was it didn't feel like we were missing anything so i really liked it yeah cool first impression rob um i'm gonna go off on a quick tangent okay so in 1908 you know how, you know how, you know how on the uh beyonce's album lemonade there's a song called hold up mm-hmm. and ezra koenig from uh the band um oh god uh the band uh vampire weekend got a writing credit on that song not because he wrote the song and not because he wrote a song that sent that that song samples he got it because he wrote a tweet that said that was that was um taking the 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 yeah 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 song maps which says um wait they don't love you like i love you and he wrote a tweet that said hold up they don't love you like I love you. And then Beyonce wrote the lyrics, hold up, they don't love you like I love you. And so both those people had to get writing credits. Right. I think for this episode, they owe the writers uh, from Too Many Cooks at least a Beyonce, Ezra Koenig level writing credit because mm-hmm. this, this episode screamed too many cooks to me in a way that this series already had been. But this episode, I was like, literally with the credits rolling right, yeah. in the yeah. middle and then yeah. breaking up, like this had so much yeah. adult swim in it. And um, I, don't, I, I don't know that this episode gets made if there isn't like a too many cooks. I think, I think it, there's just a direct yeah. line. Oh, uh, it was a walk. I'm a little winded. I, got I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the journey. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with my first impression before we get to Sam. Um, I really enjoyed the episode. I definitely had that kind of moment at the at the end. Um, I, I like at least twice in there because like thinking about who it could be and then seeing who it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that the balance was particularly great. Um, within the sitcom world uh, because they were pulling from several different uh, sitcoms uh, of that era. And I don't think that they hit the balance right as they did with other episodes. Um, So I think that could have been better. I think the balance between the sitcom world and the real world, that I think they handled beautifully. Um, But I don't think they quite hit the mark with uh, this particular uh, homage to those those eras, but it's gonna get a little tougher as the world starts to deteriorate. Um, so I do understand that as well, but I definitely enjoyed the episode. It's one of my favorite of the uh, five so far. Uh, and now uh, to Sam, first impression. <laughs> uh, I loved the episode. Um, I, I love the, just the nostalgia and the joy of seeing like the early 80s sitcoms and that was fun, but yet at the same time, it was incredibly dark and unsettling. Like but it was moving seamlessly between the two. And I loved that. And it gave, this gave me just enough like Marvel where I was having a lot of fun when that would part was popping in, like when she came out and all of that, where I, I was really on board with everything that was happening. It wasn't like last episode where I was kind of like, oh, I'm zoning out like this one. It felt natural and it, it, it felt fun. And I, I very much enjoyed the entire episode. The, the intro was my absolute favorite. We immediately yeah. rewound it and watched it again because yeah, it was great. just so funny. Uh, the baby vision. Oh, yes. no. baby vision. Yeah. Scream. Oh, my God. Baby vision. A very, a very but... polarizing figure is baby vision. <laughs> Not the universal acclaim of baby Yoda. Uh... But I, I will say I saw people freaking out on the internet 
like, oh my God, WandaVision. And I did not get that feeling at the end. Like I, <laughs> the door opens and I went, oh, the guy from American Horror Story. Okay. <laughs> and he's an Uncle Jesse. So like I didn't, yeah. I looked that up. I will admit, I went, okay, let me, let me look up why this is a big deal. So now I, I understand that, that, you know, I, I don't know if we're going to get into it later. But I do understand yeah. the acting or the, the actor choices, the casting choices and why that was mm -hmm. important. And what's yeah. wild, Sam, is that I also didn't have a huge <clears throat> what the fuck moment. Because A, it wasn't who I was expecting character-wise, and B, I was like, oh, cool, yeah, Quicksilver. I didn't even register that it was the other, that like <laughs> it should have been the other Quicksilver because he yeah. was such a nothing character in mm -hmm. maybe one of my least favorite MCU movies. And the, the Quicksilver that sticks out in my head is that, is that Quicksilver. So okay. it took me a moment to be like, oh, wait, that's a different universe. Oh, it's, it's, Quicksilver. Better. It's, it's good Quicksilver. It's good Quicksilver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. yeah. And we should say that uh, as we, just in case this is your first uh, experience with this podcast, uh, that Sam is a person on this podcast. This is her first real experience with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, Nothing about Marvel. I am your aunt. <laughs> you explain it to me very slowly. Yeah. Uh, so let's just jump into it since it's on everybody's tongues right now. Uh, the Evan Peters cameo, or is he going to be in it more? Is this the blending of worlds? Is the door now open to the multiverse? Because he is in the Fox X-Men movies, which is now owned by Marvel, which is owned by Disney. Um, so what are you thinking, Tom? Uh, yeah, I don't know. And it's weird. Like, for it's really it was fun uh, explaining this to my to my sister in law, uh, who like gets that who she loves nerd stuff and understands the like, you know, the different film universes and the Evan Peters and the X-Men things. But like, this is all a debate because like five years ago, Disney and Fox came to a compromise of like, you can have characters called Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch in your X-Men movies and we'll have Pietro and Wanda in our Marvel <laughs> movies. Yeah. And like, that's where this, it all like, this is like the, the, the crossover that lawyers in a office somewhere, <laughs> like it's all happening because like a bunch of guys who probably never read comics were like, well, we're not giving you more than this. <laughs> And like, that's this debate. And it, what I thought was also kind of cool, like being a comic book fan for my entire life, like to see people who uh, weren't comic book fans, like, I mean, this is either cool or a terrible thing that we've done to the culture that there are people I know who, who you know, weren't comic book fans, but love the movies and are like, how did they do that? Like, how can this work? And you're, you know, the same way that when like a character showed up in a comic who you know, was supposed to be dead and like comic fans would be like, how does this work? And just like, haha, we've trained you all to be geeks now when the answer is like, this works because he's in SAG-AFTRA and, like, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you can hire actors. Like that's what, how it happened. Uh, I don't know. And I'm curious on, on what it is like, cause it is, it was also, it's the kind of thing that's like that last second reveal that like in comics on the one hand this could mean opening a whole other universe on the other hand it could be next episode like he you know disappears and is replaced by someone else or keeps changing character and this was a one-off stunt just to get people talking uh it has us talking though like i hope it's him just because yeah same i liked him better as the character than i did aaron taylor johnson is his name uh, <laughs> who played the other guy uh so yeah that's where my heart's at like just even if it's not the whole world's coming together like let it be him because i like him better as quicksilver <laughs> were there also, other i'm sorry go ahead, katie i was gonna say i also like the implications of like because like 
obviously Pietro and Wanda are brother and sister of like not bringing back your brother, bringing back the better version of because <laughs> well, in that universe, you know, like... in that universe, her brother is dead. No, she had to go no, to a I... different universe oh, to get that to get that pretty brother. Sneaky, pretty sneaky, sir. Yeah, also, well, in that version. That her in that universe vision is dead so <laughs> it's well, not yeah. too long of a walk but the but the difference is, is that she was able to get his corpse but also <laughs> yeah. she's in the 80s right now in this pocket universe she has so she had to come get a quicksilver that canonically was alive in the 80s because the yeah, the mcu true. quicksilver was not right you know he would have been born in like also, the mid 90s i yeah. assumed that the boys brought him back that the children did because the children seem like they have a lot of power and like they were saying oh you can fix dead like and then we hadn't seen them for a while and i feel like they're maybe the two of them were just in their bedroom trying to figure out because she had mentioned that her brother was far away and that made her sad yeah entirely possible it could because she said she didn't she didn't ring the doorbell so that's why i assumed that that was something oh, somebody else yeah. did. Yeah, It could be I the boys, it could be uh, Wanda, it could be somebody else. Could um, be Mephisto, everybody wants Mephisto to be everybody. in the show. Yeah. The entire yeah. internet is united <laughs> behind someone in the show is the, the Marvel Universe's own actual devil. Devil, yes. <laughs> so. Is there also, aren't there references of like the, what, what's the other superhero he, villain? He's got like a bunch Gern of- Reaper. Grim Reaper, yeah. Yeah, there's Grim Reaper. People references. are are thinking that like Grim Reaper too. When it, it's yeah. wild to look back at just what the Marvel universe has, like, oh, we've also got that character. Like the Marvel universe canonically has Dracula, yeah, uh, <laughs> Christian Devil, and yeah. and Santa Claus are all canonical <laughs> characters within the Marvel universe, b- yeah. living, breathing entities. We got Frankenstein monster in there too. That's yeah, cool. yeah, and. Yeah. Not Wolfman, but there was a writer on Dracula named Wolfman, which back in the day they had to censor because you couldn't have any occult references in comics. And the dude's last name was Wolfman, and he couldn't have it on the front of the comic because it was a cult. <laughs> oh, wow. yep. oh, comics code. Oh, <laughs> Wonderful. We're uh, getting too comic book nerdy now. Yeah, just a little bit. Let's do this. Now. No, let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> we have Tom Brennan here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm the He's least Tom important Brennan. person from the history of comics. <laughs> uh, the, the bookend. Were there any other thoughts you had before the reveal of who this was uh, at the door? Were there any other thoughts you had about who it was? Um, because I had two thoughts. One makes sense kind of. The other makes absolutely no sense. Uh, The one that makes sense is Ian McKellen. Um, Mm -hmm. Some sense. Yeah. Uh, And because it kind of looked like his his cut. Um, The other one that makes absolutely no sense is the guy that plays um, uh, the boss in Office Space. Um, Lumbar. Yeah. Oh, uh, Um, yeah. Gary Cole. Gary Cole. Yes. Um, But now. For some reason, I, I don't know why, but the back of his head, it looked like looked like that to me. And I don't know why he would be appearing and why it would be like- I, a I was about to say, I thought he was in an X-Men movie for a second, and then I realized yeah. that was Kevin Bacon uh, in X-Men oh, yeah. First Class, I was thinking yeah. of. Yeah. There's <laughs> no reason similar. why my first thought was Gary Cole. Um, just <laughs> made, made no sense whatsoever. So everybody else was just wondering, but not I was hoping for- I, Magneto definitely yeah. popped into my head as well. Yeah. Um, 
I, I was thinking, I was like, oh, is it going to be Magneto or is it going to maybe be Quicksilver? Quicksilver, what did pop into my head, but like, even when this, when I saw the back of his head, I was still like, oh, it's him. And then like, you know, the double reveal was just that, that's yeah. really what blew me away. I was, I other... thought it was going to be John Stamos. <laughs> and then yeah. like, it, he actually is wearing like what Uncle Jesse was wearing yeah. when he first uh -huh. came in, the, like the first episode. So I appreciated that in my uh, nerd bill. Get long lost, bro. Squeeze his sister to death. Yeah. <laughs> I thought there was a chance it was going to be um, Benedict Cumberbatch and and Doctor Strange, just because I know that they're like Wanda's going to be in the in the new Doctor Strange movie. I know at some point they're going to have some like handoff, um, either that or um, oh god, what's her name uh, from the Doctor Strange movie? Uh, Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. But she's bald. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe she's wearing a wig. Camera turn around, you're like, hello. Give that a Thanos in like a duster. I had I thought it might be Reed Richards. Yeah, that was another also wouldn't i don't think would have made much sense of like why he would have shown up at the door there's there's speculation that um he's that, gonna show uh, up at some point that, the, well, that's the that's the aerospace that's engineer true, yeah. she's referring to and when she says i know an aerospace engineer that that could be up for this job and that this everyone wants to speculate that this show is going to be the way that like eight different things that aren't in the mcu yet get yeah. into the mcu it's like the fantastic four uh Mephisto, the, the mutants. Uh, there, there's, there's so much speculation. What if it was the thing in a wig? It's the that thing in a wig. <laughs> I, like, I like the idea of the thing trying to blend in, but he just uses wigs, and that's yeah. it. Uh, I thought, yeah, I thought for a second, like with the hair, the hair did look for a second. I was like, ooh, did they give? Is this? Did they get Ian McKellen for a TV show? That's crazy. But then, I have to say, I realized I wasn't really able to focus on who I thought it could be. Rob, you brought this up before and I realized I forgot about this until just now. Like I really got freaked out by the scene, the argument going on while the end credits were rolling and I was still coming down from that terror. Cause as a little kid, I would have nightmares where like there'd be ghosts and monsters in the TV who would start talking to me through the television, even when mm. credits were rolling. I was like, it's happening. It's fine. Oh my God. <laughs> the thing I feared and forgot until tonight watching this TV oh, no. show. And I was like freaking out. And I was like, ring at the door. I was like, I don't know who it could be. I don't know. This is crazy. End this show. It's too much. <laughs> uh, he gives one look uh, when she says Pietro. Uh, he gives this one like kind of head like yeah he does like <laughs> it, was, it, yeah. it, I, it just I just enjoyed that one little choice from Evan Peters uh, Pietro and he's like <laughs> that's great that guy's watch like, that uh, moment yeah. I also uh, love that Evan Peters is incapable of like doing an, a normal version of an accent <laughs> like yeah. like He's like, hey, it's me. Like, <laughs> no one's ever heard what his voice sounds like. <laughs> I can't tell you what he sounds like normally because he's always like, he takes a normal accent and then just like tweaks it like just two notches so that it's it a like, little cartoon. Like a level one improv level. Of <laughs> uh, yeah, I was wondering uh, if he like, I was like, he wasn't like that in any of the X-Men movies that I that I've seen. And I was like, was he, you know, and, talking like that in, in uh, Dark Phoenix since I didn't see that one, but I, I don't know. And that's a strange so. thing about, so there's a lot of strange things. If you look a little deep in this show, like how many people died in the blink, uh, and, you know, but, but in this one, 
So she recognizes him immediately and then says, Pietro, which this is not her Pietro and it looks totally different than her Pietro. So why my why does she recognize him? He's not wearing clothes that like she would recognize him. He doesn't, he looks like a totally different person. Um, so like, I think there, that to me is a little bit lending to the idea that we might see like some bouncing back and forth between the multiverses here and like her Pietro, but like, I, I'm like, why, why does she recognize this person as Pietro? Like we do because we've seen Sony and Marvel movies. Um, but you know, it's, it's almost like they're saying that this exists in our universe. Um, yeah. you know, <laughs> but which, it's, which is, it's also feels a little ours. like the sitcom trope where like, especially in the eighties, sometimes they yep. would just replace characters, yep. but not mention yeah. it. Yep. And, and, yeah, and it, it feels a little like that true to that sort yeah. of Mm -hmm. reality that you, nobody that, questioned it this is who that was last episode even though they don't look anything like them mm -hmm. yeah and cat yeah. has that that line did she recast pietro that yeah. was great uh, was yeah, great. yeah. So um and my and read of that particular scene was a little bit different because i don't think that she recognized him right away he kind of has that line can't uh can it, you know long lost bro get a squeeze his sister to death uh, and then she's like pietro you know yeah um so i think that she just bought very quickly into the that suggestion that he that's who he is. Uh, at least that was my my read, my read of yeah. the situation. I had a, a similar take of like she kind of because she has sort of like a shocked look of like I reckon you fit this mold, but you don't look like it was the, both recognize and didn't recognize look in her her eyes. And yeah, like I think it was a similar thing. Like that's definitely his hair and how he would dress in this world. And I wanted this character to show up, but that's not the same person kind of look. Yeah, uh, it's like you know, you that classic pizza. look you see in overall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you ordered pizza and like they they showed up on time, and you know you ordered a pepperoni pizza, but like it turns out to be sausage, and you're like, okay, I, yeah. I'll still eat yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And, <laughs> yeah. Something's off. I and there's so. the other Pizza? thing is this is this is another instance of something taking place that she's surprised about. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and you know, so now those those moments of surprise where they were like really really substantial and would like stop everything in their tracks in the episode one, they're coming like faster mm -hmm. and she's just kind of like trying to juggle them now. Um and you know, we were talking about stuff that she doesn't have control over. It's pretty clear she does not have control over those kids. Yeah. Right. Like the kids yeah, are totally out of her, out of her control, and to to the point where some of they could be affecting things. Like at least in terms of the comics, canonically, basically one of her kids is her, and one of her kids is like in terms of powers, one of her kids has powers similar to her hex powers. I think he's called Wiccan in the yeah. in the comics, mm -hmm. and then another one is called. Uh, speed, 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 just speed. Just speed. speed. Yeah. Hey guys, we speed. got we got five minutes. We need a we need a new yeah. character name. Uh, uh, speed, real fast. Flash. Let's go to lunch. We got it. Take it done. Uh, yeah. so, that is so literally I, how that conversation went. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um. So yeah, I think we're we're starting to like like the wheels are coming off, right? The wheels are coming off. So, yeah. which is really fun to watch. Yeah. And terrifying at the same time. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Let's, uh, so we got the bigger, one of the bigger things out of the way. I just want to go back to the beginning, uh, mm -hmm. to our cold open 
so we see that sitcom world um, and we see that Wanda's having trouble controlling the twins. Um, why won't you do what I want? Uh, we have that. And then there is the later um, kind of mirroring that a little bit with, um, with vision. Uh, you can't control me like you control, control them. And it's like, can't I? Mm-hmm. Um, with the then the credits start start rolling a little bit, so they're getting binkies for these kids. Um, and vision throughout this episode, uh, it's been building for these episodes, but particularly with this one, almost right off the bat, is just like not having it. Um, and he's he's he knows something is up. He knows that there are weird things going on. Um, how he's prepared for different different moments, um, uh, like when he's he's dressed up, and she says, "Why so formal?" Well, I just thought we'd get a a, a pop up or a pop in from somebody, and there she is with exactly what we need. Um, so he's he's on to all of what's go what's going on here. Um, Agnes isn't sure what to do with uh, with these kids, um, and then there's that weird moment which came very early very early in, um, where Wanda asks her to kind of. See, see to the kids uh, and Vision kind of steps in. It's like, no, 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 no please you know, don't talk, you know. Uh, and she doesn't know what to do. Um, she kind of asks Wanda like, uh, do you want me to make a different, you know, do you want me to make a different choice? Do you want me to take it from the top? What do, what do I do here? Um, and meanwhile, Vision is just like, ooh, what's all this then, <laughs> you know? Uh, what's all this then we got going on here? Eh? Um, what was that to you guys? I um I I feel like that was yeah vision kind of stopping what's going on like cause she Agnes knew what her goal was like her goal was mm-hmm. to be next to the babies and take care of the babies that's the 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 mark she had to hit and mm-hmm. him stopping her I, I it's it's just ve- I, it was very fascinating to me to watch I I did really love that moment but um I just feel like Agnes is seems to be more instead of like the other people where they're just secondary characters. I feel like Agnes is almost made up by Wanda as like an assistant. So she's coming in, she's always coming in, giving the thing that needs to be given and all of that. And then vision stopping her from doing that. She, she didn't know what to do because she gets her, her instructions from Wanda sort of kind of thing. Yeah. I also found it interesting that, Wanda didn't just take it upon herself to, you know, rewind or to uh, do like a, a cutback like she's mm-hmm. done in previous yeah. episodes. And um, and it's it it all kind of seemed to seem like an indicator that she's losing control for sure. Cause um really because of Vision's perspective and Vision's take on things, um, just kind of like seeing how like uncomfortable he was getting um and you know we see how that progresses in the episode but seeing how uncomfortable he was getting and um also how uncomfortable agnes was getting also uh she she really has me curious as to what her real role is Mm -hmm. um because at times she seems like she's she might be all in control of things and she might know everything and then other times she might be like oh wait wanda you can do things that i had no idea you could do or um like I wasn't even expecting that sort of thing. So um, I'm really, really curious about Agnes because obviously she's a very important character um, and whoever she, you know, I, I know that the, the speculation of her being Agna, uh, the Agna, Ag- Agatha, Agatha Harkness. Yeah, Agatha. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just really interested to see how like her story arc, uh, you know, kind of ends. Yeah, the dynamic between the two of them kind of feels a little, uh, there's a level of 
one person is now in charge. Like the, the, the student has outgrown the, the teacher mm-hmm. um, uh, as far as uh, whatever the job might be. Yeah, let's say it's Best Buy. Uh, you know, and one of them is now a manager, uh, has kind of risen above, and now the person who actually trained that person is working for them. Um, so there's a little uneasiness on um, Agnes's Agnes's part. So that's that's kind of makes me believe that there is some sort of element of this uh, Agatha, because I don't know much about the, the the character other than what I've learned through this through yeah. this podcast. Um, is that who she is? She's some sort of um, friend of or is she a villain yeah, she's Wanda? Like, she's she's like a like sort of a mentor but there's like all of these various mentor characters in comics always end up having this sort of like ultimately they're kind of on the side of good but occasionally they do some shady stuff kind of thing and i think that's yeah. a, a the best way of like you know she's on the side of good but she's a witch too and there's all sort of like she has her own agenda that kind of thing so yeah it feels like it feels like she's um like there's different levels of consciousness within this bubble. And like, it's clear that it, especially, especially now, Wanda knows like, Wanda, Wanda knows what's going on and has like a script and she's built a thing and she, mm-hmm. and this is perfect and don't, I got everything I need. You can just leave, leave me alone. Um, and then there are people who are just like mindlessly, Wanda's in there the whole time or somebody's in there the whole time, keeping them on their rails so they can't veer anywhere and then vision can blink them out of it. Mm. But then like like Agnes uh, is kind of in this in-between place where it seems like she she's aware of the script and she's following it, but she's not like lost in the sauce. Um, she knows she's doing a play or at least at mm-hmm. times, because then there's like a preview of a, of a future episode where vision seems to like blink her out of the, um, you know, like give her consciousness full, full awareness too. So, but there does seem to be like various levels of, uh, of, of how lost in the sauce you are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the kids are uh, still crying and then they, it kind of quiets down. They go and they look into the, uh, the cribs and poof, kids gone. Uh, and they turn around, the kids have aged up uh, to about five years old or so. Mm-hmm. Um, so these kids can do that to them. I mean, throughout the, the series, time has moved very, very fast, but now it seems like, uh, I guess it was Wanda who was doing that, but now these, these kids can kind of do that on their, on their own. That's what it seems like. Cause later when she tells them not to, yeah, and, and they did wait. it themselves, they did it themselves when they were told they couldn't have a dog till they were 10. And then <laughs> yeah. they looked at each other and aged up. So slide whistle. Goes yeah. Up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Um, yeah. Oh, I also hey. would like to mention though, that, uh, uh, Christian Alsis had written, written a goat rodeo sketch. We never ended up doing it of a sitcom where a child actor kept aging super rapidly throughout the entire <laughs> scene. Like he'd walk out and then come out and he'd like be shaving his beard. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I was laughing during this episode thinking of that. Uh, Christian Alsis. <laughs> He's a fun guy. Follow him on Twitter. Um, the other thing, small thing, but the, it, they were just decanters, but they looked very much like old potion, potion bottles too, which I guess is most decanters. But yeah, if she is like supposed to be bottles. some sort of witch, uh, mm-hmm. then it also kind of fits, fits that. Cause she's like, I'm just looking for your dark liquors. Um, mm-hmm. so just that moment there. And she's 
they cut to her on top of the counter. Kids, you can't control them no matter how hard yeah. you try. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I was uh, like, oh, that's important. That's an important yeah, line. Yeah. Put a pin in it. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, like, without without spoil. And like, what's really cool about this show, and I think uh, the best things that that Marvel's, uh, you know, the MCU has done is like adapting sort of the themes and the feelings of these stories without, you know, adapting the story plot, for, you know, beat for beat. Uh, I'm just imploring anyone watching this show, like, I just don't, I with, I don't, I don't know what's hap- going to happen on the show. Just, I don't think you should get too attached to those kids. Is just my sense. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> They're yeah. aging really like, fast. In general, <laughs> I feel like once the season finale comes along, like get your your comfort show ready and queued up to watch oh, afterwards. No. In my, my gut, like, mine is Monk. Ouch. I already know which Monk episode I'm gonna watch after the last episode of WandaVision. Just to- resettle myself. Yeah, they're gonna oh. go the the way of the youngest uh, sibling on Family Matters. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to watch, you know what? I, I haven't seen yet people telling me to watch it, but I'm going to watch My Girl, the old Macaulay Culkin movie, I think. That'll help yeah, me get over yeah, anything yeah. that could possibly happen to these kids. Is that movie an hour and a half? Hour and 15 minutes of that movie. Solid. Nice cover. Yeah. <laughs> and he can't see without his glasses. He can't um, see without his glasses. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, the other big things that happened. Um, uh, we talked about a little bit about the well, this didn't really happen, but the theme song, very family ties. Yeah, um, family ties and growing but, pains. The, yeah, with some show, with elements is... of Full House, Full House. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Full that house. last frame, like what the the picnic running up the hill, picnic in yeah. the yeah. running, running yeah. up the hill, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and again, the little the baby visions. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah. in school. Give me uh, a baby it. vision doll. <laughs> um, because I was they, part, there was part of me that was hoping like would they have like a sitcom version of a photo of like Tony and Bruce <laughs> in like you know a lab building him, but I'm glad they went the way that they did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, did, did they? Two thoughts. They had to have gotten pictures, baby pictures of Paul Bettany, right? And then just like painted the vision on top of him. I hope so. I hope Probably. so. So no, much. I hope so. <laughs> but, <laughs> they did it baby. with. Um, with with Wanda's stuff, they took they took old Elizabeth Olsen pictures and put like uh, Sokovia flags in the background and stuff. Yeah. They like put yeah. Sokovia graffiti. Um, yeah. And my also, it would have been for me. It would have been really funny if like the baby vision picture was just like of a computer, like a tiny baby <laughs> computer <laughs> in a crib. Yeah, like, like, a, like an old like eighty computer in a crib. Yeah. Oh. He's got the Mind Stone, like, so like, like old, embedded in it. Ultron holding his hand at like a spelling bee. <laughs> oh man! Uh, this is a quick sidetrack, but how did y'all feel? As it was James Spader as the voice, right? Of Ultron, Ultron? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. How'd you feel about that? Movie, that movie sucks. I like his <laughs> casting. I do not Katie care for that movie. That film. Yeah, I I actually didn't mind James Spader. I I, I thought, thought he was perfect. Yeah, yeah. James Spader was great. The film was was the, my least favorite of entry. Big, yeah. big pile of art. Is is Ultron sassy in the comics? I don't think he is, but I mean, no. I think given like part of the goal of I I liked it a just because I like James Spader. And I was like, I'm not a big Ultron fan. So I was like, all right, this is weird and different. But I think also they're going for like he had, you know, a little bit of a Tony Stark in him. So I think like that worked from that. Okay, I got you. Yeah. 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 All right. You just 
turned my whole attitude around with that. Yep, best <laughs> movie ever made. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, Darcy, Jimmy, and Monica discover that um, Wanda is kind of repurposing things that go in, which we kind of already knew, but she was wearing that Kevlar vest when she went in and that Kevlar vest became her entire outfit. So she goes into the uh, into the room, starts shooting. They discover that right there. Um, uh, they have the briefing where Hayward is going over everything and Jimmy mm. gives the Wanda, or, yeah, the, the Wanda backstory. Um, and Hayward, it, who likes Hayward here? He's Does anybody dick. think that? <laughs> All right. We're yeah, certainly not supposed to. <laughs> I love that casting. Like, I think that yeah. guy plays great yeah. dicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he plays great dicks. I think, uh, I think that's where we're being set up to, like, expect him to be the big bad or something. Yeah. And that's where, the that's where like, we're going to get, you know. But, I, but my, he's, no, I hate him. I hate the casting. I don't know if he's going to be the big bad, but I think that he's going to be the thing that stands in the way of them doing this right. Like, because he's just like, so like, the thing that I thought was like, oh, cool, another loud white guy, not listening to qualified, competent, like women and people of color, women, men and people of color, just being like, just like, oh my God, yeah. just like fucking think, just think with your brain for like a second. Like, yeah, he's for it. sure going to be the trigger that, that sets Wanda off and like makes this yeah. thing go, go, you know, uh, 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 Lagos. Yeah. Yeah. And like, why wouldn't is... he disclose to anybody that he like armed that drone and that he yeah. had a missile? Yeah, that like, seems a little... <laughs> In general, the universe of this movie, like you think any, if you live in the universe of the MCU and you're a white guy in a suit empowered by the government to kill anything, like, and you're up against the Avengers and you don't have a superhero, you should be like, this is not going to work. <laughs> Even if I'm a hundred percent right, I should go find someone else to handle this. <laughs> yes. Uh, and the way that they get there is through that that outfit, that discovery there. So what happens if you send something in that doesn't have to be altered, that is period appropriate, I guess. Uh, so they send in that drone uh, and yeah. it does not go well. Uh, it, <laughs> uh, it, it immediately, we see that Wanda is censoring the broadcast uh, and then there is a breach and it's Wanda uh, walking out uh, as herself uh, dragging that big ass drone behind her uh, and tosses it. Is this yours? <laughs> you know, <laughs> her, her accent is back. Her accent's yeah. back. Uh, yeah. And it, which is a mix of uh, like a um, some sort of Slavic slash Moira Rose. Uh, yep. There's those. Two, there's definitely a Moira. I, Rose. I I didn't think she had an accent by the end of that scene because <laughs> my husband Brian was like, "Oh yeah, she's got an accent," and I'm like. Does she though? Like <laughs> kind of going in and out. I'm like, I don't think she actually right. has an accent. She yeah. has the same accent Kevin Costner has in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Which mm. is, okay. All right. I'm trying Costner, until I realize, it. forget it. It's yeah. not with it. <laughs> I'm the audience doesn't again. care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, also like weird. a second away from asking for them to don't don't you dare send in moose and squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I also love, like she has such a like how did like get this off my lawn attitude. Yeah. Like, yeah. like <laughs> that was yelling great. at them like a neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next but time like, I keep it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's weird though because like they were 
So they they went from having like a modern style drone uh, to like Snoop on Wanda to like thinking like, hey, maybe if it's an 80s style drone that we're yeah. like using to Snoop on somebody, <laughs> maybe she won't notice it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or maybe it's a fucking drone. Like that, like, what, <laughs> yeah. what was the plan? Nope, that's a drone from this decade. It's yeah. fine. Like a it's drone fine. is never good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe yeah. she just appreciate the attention to detail. Like, the, plan oh, was so, the plan was so the video would stay on, right? I suppose so, yeah. What if it was like a drone with like of like they glued like a Ronald Reagan mask. <laughs> like, yeah. so they yeah. send in one of the puppets from a Peter Gabriel video. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> and it's Ronald Reagan just saying, "Tear down that wall." Yeah. <laughs> Tear down that hex barrier. It's <laughs> wearing a Larry Bird jersey. Mister <laughs> covered in eighties stuff. <laughs> Mister uh, Stark. So within within that scene. Uh, Hayward is like, hey, uh, we just, you know, you got on, you, you understand, right? You understand why we had to had to do that, right? Uh, and she's like, fuck off, dude. Um, yeah. No, I don't. And then Monica steps in to try and talk her down, talk some sense into into her, uh, and she is like, oh, you're back, <laughs> you know, you're back on the show, uh, and starts uh, red glowing hands. Uh, doesn't do anything. She's like, "Look, you you know I'm an ally. I was in there. I delivered your baby. Come on." Yeah. Um, and went in, uh, and she she was fine. So then she walks back. She's like, "This is your only warning," and then goes uh, goes back in, but not before she uses her red red powers uh, to turn all the the lasers on Hayward not a single one on Monica though mm-hmm. um so there's there is some level of trust there as as a cis straight white guy who's been on the internet in the last decade um I really appreciated Monica's like hey I'm an ally okay uh, <laughs> really really made me laugh yeah that really got me you really connected with that moment <laughs> oh my god that was so fun and then yeah they they the you know obviously somewhat of a harken back to that moment with Magneto mm-hmm. in the first X-Men like all mm-hmm. the guns trained on one person um you know there's there's definitely they're, they're if they're not dropping breadcrumbs uh like they want us to think that they might be yeah i i will say because i i only know so in the marvel universe you guys were saying that the powers come from stones and not like you're not a, like a mutant like an x-men is that what you were saying previous on previous so for, for them, them, yeah. yeah yeah but they they mention that when they're talking about her powers, like, oh, well, doesn't she get her powers from this stone? And then they kind of just gloss over it. And I was like, oh, that's that's a thing. Like she that and then when when um Quicksilver came in at the end and I realized that he was from X-Men, I'm like, oh, this is the the opening. Like I felt like that was sort of the opening of that, like this mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. They say if if she is doing all of this. It requires a whole lot of power, more power than she's ever exhibited before. And then they get into mm-hmm. that quick discussion of, uh, well, you know, she could have taken down Thanos single-handedly if he, if there wasn't like an airstrike or something. Um, she's the only one that came close. And mm-hmm. uh, I'd argue Captain Marvel came close. Um, Ooh, she did not like that. No, yeah, yeah. about that scene. It's like, oh, I'm glad What's you going all on watched there? the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a, there could be a lot yeah. behind that bristle. It could yeah. be that Captain Marvel kind of like abandoned you know everything it could be that 
maybe her mom died of cancer. Maybe mm-hmm. she's worried, like Captain Marvel, uh, kind of yeah. like you know, yeah. being close to a cosmic being. You know, there's never cancer, yeah. Um, Just the fallout of years, you never know. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. sort of sure. Yeah. yeah, she didn't show up to her last birthday party. Yeah, mm, yeah. Oh man. Yep. <laughs> All valid. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, so Monica is defending uh, Wanda here, even though she was taken in there uh, against her will, uh, made to play this play this part, and then hurled through several walls. Uh, she's defending her, saying she's not a terrorist, and Hayward's like, let's roll the videotape. Um, yeah. Starts playing different things, um, and she just kept fighting back. She tried to, um, she threw you through walls, but I'm here. She protected me. So each step of the way, she was still defending, defending Wanda. Uh, and Mike. she says that, yeah. Oh, sorry, several walls, including the fourth. The, the fourth, fourth wall, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she uh, <laughs> says that she does not believe that this is a premeditated uh, aggression. And then he's like, oh yeah? Again, let's roll the videotape. Yeah. Um, roll that beautiful bean food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's Wanda going in and stealing Vision's corpse from Sword. So she has reanimated Vision's corpse, mm-hmm. right? And they specified yeah. that he did not want that to happen, no <laughs> yeah. matter what. Yeah. It was written at the end in crayon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do not yeah, reanimate. Which was bold of him to, uh, him to um, like cite the the living will, quote unquote, because he didn't want to be made to a weapon when the place she rescued him from had disassembled him to make <laughs> weapons from. Him. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's yeah. Not that's not you like. You said the loud part quiet and the quiet part loud. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That robot said he never wanted to be reanimated. <laughs> just a weird conversation. The ethics of that are just, none of us can even fathom. Right, We're going to get so there weird. in our lifetime. So let's, we better figure it out with this show, how we feel about it as a All right. So that moment uh, in the previous episode or the previous one, I'm not sure which one it was, uh, where we see vision all grayed over um death warmed over uh that was that was him mm-hmm. so it was like the 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 familiar the the facade was 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 lifted for for that moment um and he is a he is an reanimated corpse uh corpse uh with makeup on more or less <laughs> he's a corpse uh who is walking around uh and can do things um i don't think that he's able to leave this particular <clears throat> Uh, he- leave the hex. Oh, you said the hex. Um, um, but yeah, that's I, fucked I, up. I, yeah, I wonder how much of it is actually like vision, though. You know, like because if all right, so he doesn't have the mind stone, which was the source of his power, and I guess charged up his. I don't know if it had anything to do with his, his iPhone. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and and just the fact that he he seems to be in control of some things uh, while he's in there. So I wonder again, like what makes him different than everybody else uh, besides the fact that he's dead, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, why I, is he able to have a little bit more willpower in that little uh, hex? Yeah, and, and yeah. self-awareness, yeah. Yeah. I keep coming back to that, that line in Infinity War when they're trying to figure out if they can get the stone out of him and keep him alive. And Bruce Banner just says like, there's, you know, like even without the stone, there could still be a lot of vision left, even the mm-hmm. best parts. And I wonder if like, mm-hmm. they're obviously like he's, yeah, reanimated by by her, but I wonder if they're, 
Exactly. That sort of independent thought that he has feels more than just the usual, like Wanda yeah. can't control him. He has independent thought of him, you know, that is still connected to who he is as a character that we know him, which has a, a lot of nobility to him. So I wonder, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm interested to see exactly like my, my suspicion is it's not, I, my, my gut says it's not going to end well for him, but also that like, we'll probably see the vision and other things after this in some capacity. I think I think it's definitely like if she's also powered by the Mind Stone and she's powering that hex barrier, it could very easily be that within that he's he's cool. Uh, mm -hmm. If that comes down, also we've got like super powered hex barrier now, but she went back in after and it's just like okay, it's spooky red. Now it's spooky <laughs> red powers. Um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, the question is, you know, how much how much agency does he actually have? How much free will does he have? Is it like fits and starts? Because uh, it seems to be more consistent now than it was in the beginning of the series. Uh, but he definitely does not have memory from before uh, Westview. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so. mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, and just jumping to the the end there, like Paul Bettany has played this part so well. So well. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, There's very really good acting the in this show. Yeah, yeah, bouncing between from scene to scene uh, from the sitcom dad coming in with the, you know, the binkies in his ears. Mm -hmm. Oh, was cancellation not the primary function? Um, <laughs> super kind of cheesy to like him raising up off the ground and those two almost going at it in Ooh. one of the more Marvel things we've seen in the last 18 months. That um, argument just, I felt like a, a child watching their parents yep. yeah. like, <laughs> from the steps. <laughs> and it was, it was yeah. just so intense and, and such great acting too. Yeah, that was, mm -hmm. that was really good. And the, it's starting under the credits was just yeah. it was so good what so, a power yeah. to have it's like yeah. i don't want to argue anymore and yeah. Show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and just like going right into the um like slamming the door mm -hmm. um open <laughs> slammed it open pushed it open um yeah it was uh it was just such a a, a great scene and in that scene um uh, since we're talking about it anyway uh she says i don't know how all this started anyway I like, I don't know how this started. Um, and Vision in the Kitchen, um, welcome back, Vision in the Kitchen. Um, uh, what's he cooking up today? Uh, so he says something along the lines of, um, it maybe didn't start with uh, you knowing what's going on, but now you, mm -hmm. you do, you know what's going on here. Uh, so with her saying that she's like, I don't know how this started, but I'm just like buying in, into this now. There's definitely somebody else, some other thing. Um, yeah that's that's controlling and maybe that's or she started in like a fugue state yeah that kind of <laughs> yeah. like, like if she was really upset you know like mm -hmm. maybe shit just kind of got off the rails and then created the sick oh shit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh shit i'm in the dick van dyke I, I, show I, I, fucked, I fucked around and created an alternate reality <laughs> <laughs> whoops my bad i'm sorry i got i, I just lost <clears throat> my mind there a little bit yeah um, busted into a top secret facility, pulled out a corpse of my dead lover. Who has Robot it? Lover. Who has it? After a bad We've week. All been there. You know? And created a sitcom world. Mm -hmm. I mean, 2014 We're... was a real sad year for me. So, you know. <laughs> um, during that, that uh, I don't know if we want to like stay in that because uh, i know there's plenty no, more episodes. We're, we're already going over, so I'm oh, happy yeah. with jumping around to where people want to talk. Yeah, I, but during the argument, um, when Vision mentions, like he mentioned, he asks the question, like, why aren't there other any other kids in the in mm -hmm. uh, Westview? Yeah. Um, 
And then he also mentions like his coworker that he, you know, zapped and when he was, you know, acting real frantic, he was telling uh, Vision that like he has a family and I think he said that his dad was sick or something like yeah. that. And um, just hearing Vision explode, like he has a family and he can't see them because you're, I was like, mm-hmm. shit, I, I was yeah. like, I'm really at the edge of my seat. And I was like, oh, this can't get any better. And then it did. Yeah. <laughs> the I also the, they mentioned because Monica mentioned it and uh, the other his coworker that they're all in extreme pain during this too, yeah. which is not something you you know you really think of. And it was incredible. Like that was unsettling to me. Like because it just seems like this chipper fun environment. And to imagine that all of these people are in excruciating pain while she's controlling them is just yeah. awful. Yeah, and kudos to uh, to Norm in that scene. Norm, um, he again the, the the acting has just been so because they have to switch on a dime their mm-hmm. entire mm-hmm. tone, um, and in the, in that scene with him, they're setting up computers and they get that uh, email, <laughs> that electronic mail. Um, you don't need the letter opener. We're already cutting edge um, mm-hmm. from Sword. And that was a creepy moment too, where they all started reading that in in unison. Yeah. yeah. What's going on there? Maybe it's 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 sort of Darcy pushing things in the same way she did with the radio. And then mm-hmm. since Wanda is sort of in their heads, I'm assuming they can almost call back to her. So maybe they're all kind of reading, like Wanda was focusing on that. Like, does, yeah. does that make sense? Yeah. That's exactly what I thought was, it was just sort of like almost, it, maybe it's even, if not her, then whatever else is controlling this world reading it aloud so that it can glean that info because like yeah it does seem going back to like that point uh uh uh, about them feeling such pain like that seems like a radical jump for someone who was a superhero for four movies to independently just be a villain now uh like there's got to be something else in there and and yeah i thought in that moment i thought it was either her or whatever else is manipulating this place reading it out loud so that it could you know together and like that was that voice reading not the people Mm -hmm. yeah um, under a lot of this episode, or a good portion of this episode, is uh, Sparky. Yes, Sparky, Sparky oh, the man. dog. What are your thoughts on Sparky? Poor guy. Well, <laughs> yeah. Again, don't get too attached to anything. Do we all no. think that uh, that Agnes killed the dog. Yeah, it did seem did. a little weird because I was like azaleas. <laughs> yeah. You could eat azalea well, leaves. And I don't know if it was like um, I don't know if it was like I. I I think I think she's growing something that did kill the dog, but mm. that she doesn't want people to know what that is yet, mm-hmm. and so she had to kind of like, uh, you know, yeah, and like let the dog. I die. feel like saying <laughs> azalea leaves is just specific enough where like where you wouldn't really question if it was bad for a pet to eat. You know oh, yeah, I mean? yeah, like, I know. I know that. It does sound, I've heard that. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah. Oh, it yeah, sounds yeah. poisonous. Oh, wow, yeah. I didn't know that. Like, yeah. I, I also wasn't sure if maybe Wanda also could have done it in a way that she there's so many things that are starting to distract her that like she kind of wanted to get something off her plate and that was an easy thing to do (laughs) but it's also very cruel to her children and then telling them they weren't allowed to age out of it they had to feel it it was also a that all sounds like a mom to me though i don't don't know what your childhoods were like (laughs) oh i also enjoyed the the subtle uh uh sit sparky sit good dog yeah oh yeah yeah the sit sit after family ties yep 
La, 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 la. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and in that, in one of those uh, dog scenes, uh, Agnes is standing right there and Wanda does some magic in front of her and uh, Vision and Wanda have a quick spat about, about that. He's like, this is not what we agreed to. What are you doing? Um, she's right there. Uh, and Wanda says something along the lines of, well, maybe I'm tired of pretending. Uh, so whatever. Uh, so there's just a lot, just there's, there, it's, a, it's part unraveling and part she's just tired of shit. Yeah, that's why I feel like she's also getting exhausted. Well, she just had two kids and then she can't control those kids. And now she has all this stuff coming in from the outside. And I imagine it was a lot of work just to control everyone in the first place. But now that she has all of these things that are completely out of her control, it's getting probably incredibly exhausting to keep up with everything else. Yeah. And Sparky ran out when the drone arrived, right? Yeah. 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 I don't think the drone killed the dog. Um Oh, but. wait, what if the drone killed the dog? <laughs> yeah. And they took the shot. Right. Take the shot, but it's I a dog, sir. Hayward is an <laughs> asshole. Yeah. It's Azalea's, dogs. Azalea's and a bomb. <laughs> we couldn't place that dog with any previous dog in Westview. One of those. the two things killed it. We're not sure which one, the bushes or the, <laughs> the drone. The drone or the flowers. Uh, it's hard to tell. Yeah, and then they had that conversation uh, after she's like, I don't want to bring him over before I wrap them up, um, where Wanda says that, um, you know what, sometimes, I'm paraphrasing, but he's dead. You got to move on. We can't bring him back. Get over it. Uh, so it's like, all right. Just takes a drag for really? cigarette and like puts it out on the, the, one of the kid's foreheads being like, move on. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was very... Uh, do as I, I say, not as I do. Yeah, I felt like it was very reminiscent of like the the serious moments of all. This oh, for times. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it had the you know, underscoring music. Yeah, mm-hmm. the lesson. Yeah, where Danny Tanner sits down with DJ on the on the bed and just tells her why Kathy Santino is um, not supposed to be her friend. Yeah. She'll, they'll grow to be friends or something. I, I uh, also want to time it out, but I I because this then runs into the, like the the argument and the credits and everything like that. I want to time it out because I'm pretty sure these credits roll exactly at the time code they should if this was like a <laughs> yeah. three minute sitcom and this just yeah. goes a little further than that. Yeah. I, yeah. I think this show's like doing some some three-dimensional chess here. And it's yeah. Great. Stuff. I, I very mm-hmm. much enjoy all the like goofing they're doing with the sitcom tropes. Yeah. And all of it. Are there any stray thoughts, anything that that's out there that we haven't haven't discussed discussed or touched on that you feel the is commercial? Oh we yeah, talk about the commercial for sure. Lagos oh, yeah. paper towels. Yeah. Um, yeah. For when you keep making messes and you know, for, for when you make a mess, you, make a mess you, you, didn't you didn't mean, didn't mean to. to. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And they're like wiping up red liquid, like cleaning up the blood yeah. that Wanda's is responsible for. Yeah. I'm I'm curious yeah. um, if. As I know they showed like some files on her and her past and they had some pictures of her parents and I haven't gone back and looked, but like I'm there, there's speculation that like the, the same two actors in these commercials yeah. are her parents. Um, so I, I would be curious to like do some digging on there. The one, um, the, the internet is talking um, about a potential, um, oh, what are they called? When uh, a, 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 an error, continuity error. Um, because in the previous episode when they were showing like the the wall of all the people in town that they have issues and they have notes and if you Mm -hmm. looked at one of them the guy that division kind of like uh blinked into consciousness norm norm um he had a he in, in last week's episode his note said like 
the vision, you know, vision has awoken him or whatever they said, but that hadn't happened yet in that. Mm. So they're like, is it happening? And vision's kind of getting reset uh, or is it a continuity error? And like, they showed that before they met to, or, you know, so, um, so now it happened. Um, It seems like a continuity error only because it happened in the, in the family ties growing pains episode and not that other episode ended with, um, uh, Geraldine getting kicked out of the Brady bunch. So yeah. I, I feel like that's just, a, it was just an accident on or, their part. Or like we've talked about in previous episodes about how like the theory of like, are, are these the only episodes or are there more episodes? Yeah. This one might have happened at least once or twice in other episodes where like Vision is testing uh, his boundaries and then gets snapped back. Yeah, it could be. And it's all happening at Norm's expense where like Norm is <laughs> continually lose having a mental breakdown at because vision is curious yeah yeah we saw three different versions of that one scene so <laughs> i feel like time yeah. means nothing yeah. Yeah. yeah that's it this yeah. is definitely like the kind of thing that will pop up on the internet so that there is someone at marvel hq right now is like we got to figure out a way to make this make <laughs> we have sense. to make this make sense <laughs> just record you're some not ADR. leaving until we figure this out <laughs> record some adr we'll throw it into the finale it's gonna work. Your true believers <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> One other small thing that I really enjoyed in this episode, and they put it in there, so uh, it wasn't just for, it, it didn't further anything, but it was just a fun moment, and that was when Jimmy showed up with the coffee, uh, how excited he was to get to, get to work. Um, he was just, he was walking mm-hmm. in like um, uh, Ben Stiller after he found Jinx in Meet the Parents. Go back and watch the, the YouTube clip of that. <laughs> but he was just so proud of himself uh, and just so excited to get to work. I just really enjoyed that that one small moment. And also the uh, the mailman, when oh, yeah. they're out looking for Sparky, yeah. ah, she won't let him get too far. Mm. Ma'am. Um, yeah. Just enjoyed that guy too. Oh, I also would like to say that I actually enjoyed Darcy this episode. And I oh, good. feel bad about my hot take last week <laughs> where I said I didn't enjoy her, but now I do. She grew on me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like Darcy. Don't ah, feel bad. Caught at the hex. It. Yeah. <laughs> Look, yeah, you gotta. It's it's on her to win you over. It's not on you. <laughs> uh, but I have to be open. I can't just be like. <laughs> That's called growth. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then let's just go to winners and losers. We'll begin with the Lahu Zahers. Marcelie, what do you got? Um, I'll say Billy and Tommy because they had to witness their dog die the same yeah, day, on the they, same day. <laughs> that they got it. Um, yeah, that, that was sad for the kids, but it's yeah. a harsh reality that they all have to learn at some point. Yeah, and Vision washing his hands of burying the dog in the same <laughs> yeah. sink where they just bathed the dog yep. <laughs> that morning. Oh my God, I didn't uh, think about morning. that. Uh, Sam. I'm going to say along the same lines, Sparky the dog, because, mm. you know, an azalea poisoning is a terrible way to go. Oh, sure is. Katie. Yeah. Uh, my my loser is going to make sense when I announce my winner. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda is my loser. <laughs> the new baby in town. And he's so much better. Wow. Rob. <laughs> uh, my loser is uh, and and just let's just say consistently um, uh, drones. Uh, just getting a, getting a real like bad it. rap for decades. Uh, you know, uh, really, you know, I think they, and they, and they get no better treatment here. 
<laughs> yeah, Tom. Um, I guess Aaron Taylor Johnson would probably be a pretty big loser. <laughs> yeah. You signed to do a movie in this universe. We're like, we're just going to keep making shit to the end of time. You'll always have a job. And then suddenly a better version of you shows up. And he didn't oh. book a Tide commercial this week that he was really gunning for. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, Evan Peters got it instead. <laughs> hey, pretty wash your Tide. Evan Peters is married Tide. to his wife. God damn it. <laughs> Peters. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna get all the dirt out. Um, yeah, and my loser would be Agnes, uh, and the reason for that is because she had the actor's nightmare. Uh, she's in the middle of a scene and doesn't know exactly what to do. Doesn't know what's going on there. Take an improv. Class. Take an improv. Yeah, class. I, I, I know that. I know that fear. I'm not good at improv, but I can. <laughs> Um, yeah, you and you could have moved the scene to the moon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, and we'll both take care of the twins. Um, Tom, who's your winner? Um, I'm actually gonna say, I you know, while reserving the right to to find out that things won't turn out well for them, I feel like Billy and Tommy had a big win of a week. You know, they figured out ways around almost every every <laughs> obstacle that they had, except for the death of the dog. And I feel like even then, my gut's telling me that dog shows up next week, mm. <laughs> like, or that dog shows up again at some point yeah. before the show is over, and it is not going to be pleasant. Yeah, uh, Rob, winner. Um, I think I I, I really do. I I think um uh, uh oh Darcy. Um, because people really are jumping on this hex thing that she, that she started. <laughs> yeah. uh, you, you love it when a catchphrase you invent starts up, uh, you know, starts getting, uh, catches on. Mm -hmm. uh, Katie? Uh, I think we all know who my winner is. There's a new baby in town. He's the best baby. He's ruby red, and he's got the brain of a super genius. It's baby vision! <laughs> Wonderful. And no uh, one's going to meme the shit out of it, so I'm super excited. <laughs> My winner is me for being able to watch that intro uh, over and over again and <laughs> the pure joy that it brought me. Like, it was it was just delightful. Oh, Marcelie. I was going to say, uh, kind of in the same vein, uh, all nerds, because like, and, and fans of the franchise and fans of like yeah. the X-Men movies and stuff like that. Just that ending was so uh, rewarding. Uh, as a fan and like it just made me want to watch it again and made me want to uh, watch all the YouTube breakdowns and even reaction videos which I typically don't like to watch but uh, they were they were fun to watch so. yeah uh, yeah I'm on that one as well uh, I think the the fans are the winners here um, because it was just a really fun episode and brought in um, just those different worlds, as cheesy as that, uh, that is. The fans are the winners yeah. from the really multi million dollar uh, corporation. The fans and uh, their 30 year losing streak. <laughs> you guys should have just started with this series and you'd be in like great shape right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we did it. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, that is that is the episode. Uh, thank you, Tom, for Tom Brennan, for, for jumping in here. Um, yeah, again, if you. Uh, check out Electoral Dysfunction podcast, um, and yeah. uh, it's a lot of political political discussions with special guests and some variety uh, acts yeah. as well. Sometimes 
yeah, music, comedy, all kinds of stuff, yelling, a lot of yelling. So, oh, you know, electoralcomedy.com or wherever you steal your podcast. <laughs> um, thank you, Marceline. Thank you, Sam. Uh, thank you, Katie. Thank you, Rob. And thank you all for listening. We'll be back again soon. Bye bye.